Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Ed McAllister, CIO at UPMC. In this chapter, McAllister talks about how his team benefits from having an innovation arm, what CIOs can do to make vendor relationships more strategic, and the key driver behind successful population health initiatives. So I really want to talk more about uh, innovation, which uh, you know UPMC is is so unique with having things like the Technology Development Center, um, which, right. it, to my understanding, it's a separate operation, but uh, the IT staff can uh, participate. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how that works? Sure. So so that that's probably a good segue into so the the TDC, the Technology Development Center, was. Uh, was, was actually a very successful kind of incubator of, of great ideas and, and creation of products. And, and it actually set the groundwork and set the stage for what we're calling UPMC Enterprises now. Oh, so the TDC, as you may have known it in the past, is kind of has been consolidated into the UPMC Enterprises uh, vision where, you know, we, we, we kind of get good ideas and vet them and then and develop them once the ones that come through the process and then grow a business out of that particular product so uh, I think that the TDC I would view the TDC as providing the great foundation for what the UPMC Enterprises vision is um, moving us into the future so I have the great advantage of uh, you know keeping keeping the the train on the tracks as far as the the business which UPMC is in the business of um, world-class patient care, and and that's what we do, and, and technology plays a big role in that piece. So I have the opportunity to not only not only keep the train on the track, if you will, and 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 keep the things moving that that have made UPMC the the organization that we are, but also have an innovation partner in the UPMC Enterprises Group that that we're going to kind of grow the future of what we are. I somewhat jokingly uh, refer to what we do, what I do on the on the. Uh, the core business side is kind of an opportunity incubator because I, I know where the opportunities are and, and we partner with our enterprise uh, team to, to create the future of what healthcare could be and, and so we know where the, the areas of improvement could happen and we can accelerate the, the solutions in a way that you couldn't if you tried to do it from within the, the core business. Right. Yeah, I would think that in, in many ways that's uh, kind of a dream scenario for a CIO to have that, you know, access to something absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. And it's, and it's not a separate, it's not a, it's a separate entity, if you will, on paper perhaps, but uh, as we functionally, we, we, we work as one and, and we kind of, we don't view it as, I, I spend as much time at Bakery Square as I do here at, uh, at USX. So it, it's a very fluid arrangement. But again, I think that the difference being that, that the focus on and moving us in in this digital world, I mean, it's a different it's a different timeline than than what we're used to within the technology areas, and and it's able to accelerate some of the great ideas and get a product out to market and solve problems uh, faster than traditionally people could, as trying to do it as a part time effort. Right. So I'd imagine that at any, at any given time there are, um, you know, ideas that are just in, in different phases just kind of being worked out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and it actually what it does is it, it creates the ability. If, it, if UPMC, because of the dynamic nature of who we are as a company, if, it's, if it solves a problem here, more than likely it solves a problem outside of UPMC. So the commercial opportunity is, is also a, a very good one. Has that that's happened with some of the uh, the initiatives or products that have come out in the past? 
Yes, yeah, absolutely. The DNA of UPMC is innovation. So yeah. if you go back through the years, uh, even even the beginning of a health plan and the creation of a health plan, and, it, and if, if you step back beyond, I think 1999, 1998 was the uh, was when the health plan was was born. Even if you go beyond that and you see the creation of UPMC and, and you know, whether it was through acquisition or through mergers or, or whatever, I think UPMC and, and the UPMC leadership uh, through Mr. Romoff has been that you kind of think three or four moves ahead. And I, I think we've always been positioned for the future. So, it, it, it you know, I, I don't think it's a new thing when we talk about UPMC enterprises. I think if you go back through the, the past 30 years, in UPMC's history, we've always kind of been at the forefront of, hey, you know, we're, you know, we're very good at this, but this is changing. How do we get to the next this? And UPMC's always done a good job, I think, uh, and had great leadership in, in seeing the future, positioning ourselves for the future, and then actually defining what that future is. Right. That's very cool. It must be a very cool thing to be a part of. And yeah, it's, a, of it's things- a great place. I mean, it's a great place to be. I, I'll try not to become a commercial for you, but uh, you know, it, it's hard not to. It, it really is such a such a, a unique and, and and such an innovative place. I mean, where else can you combine the the great clinical minds that are here with our physician community and 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 our great the ability to to be so diverse across what we do and and actually. Um, it, it's just a very unique place. And when you talk about what the technology role is, my my role in that equation is to enable all these great minds through technology and, and kind of create the, the future through technology. So it is a unique position and, and, uh, and a very enviable one. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing I think that's interesting is that we, we've heard some CIOs before talk about um, what it takes to, to foster innovation and ha- not have it feel like it's something that it's forced because, you know, as you know, you can't, you can't force yeah. these great ideas. But what are, what are your thoughts on that, like what it, what it takes to kind of create that environment where you are fostering innovation? Yeah, I, I think innovation, uh, you know, people talk about innovation as a noun. It's not the right way. It's really a verb. It's action. It's what's happening around you more so than a thing. Uh, you know, I, I see my role as CIO. I mean, traditionally, I guess CIO is Chief Information Officer, but I, I get to play the role of uh, Chief Integration Officer and, and, you know, Chief Innovation Officer and Chief. There's a lot of different areas, and we're very nimble in, in what we do. And, you know, I mentioned UPMC Enterprises is one example that, you know, you're not necessarily looking for innovation. What you're doing is you kind of you're creating the an experience in a way that hasn't been done, and what that what that equates to is is being very innovative in, in how we think. So I, I think that I think if you work too hard to create innovation, necessarily it's it's not necess- it shouldn't be your goal. I think how you think about the business. I think how you think about you know what you're trying to accomplish, what problem you're trying to solve. I think innovation happens many times. It, it also seems like there's a, you have a pretty pretty large amount of uh, partnerships with vendors. So that, that also kind of tells me that, you know, you, you obviously with some of these, these ideas, you're really on to something because these vendors realize, too, that we can't wait as long as we've waited in the past for ideas to come to fruition and that, you know, things do have right. to be a little bit more accelerated now. Yes, yes. I mean, the accelerate is kind of an understatement. I mean, we mm-hmm. you kind of jettison from one what you think you're, you're – 
at the at the cusp of what the future is and and you kind of blink and and you're like you, you have to just it's it's just moving at the speed of light so it partnering with a vendor becomes very important because it can't be a vendor contractual vendor relationship it has to be more strategic i think that when we when we work with the many vendors that we do which we we have many great vendor relationships the conversation has shifted over the years from product to strategy and you know how do we get to where we are because product you know you mentioned a minute ago that the speed at which things are moving a product becomes very outdated if you focus solely on the product so if you work with these vendors in a more strategic way and kind of define what that future is together because they have many competencies that that you want to you want to utilize i mean I'm, i don't sit here as cio and say we can invent everything i know there are some great vendor partners out there but we have to approach it in a very strategic way less hey how much more money are you going to spend over the next three years on our product and rather where are we going to take this thing called healthcare uh as an industry together yeah, that's really interesting because you're certainly not talking about the, the tra- traditional relationship of, you know, okay, we're the vendor, we have this product, you know, how, how, can, you, how can we fit it into your, you know, how can you fit this into, um, you know, your organization? It's, uh, it's certainly flipped things uh, on the access a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think it, you know, traditionally that's been the case. Hey, we have a, we have a widget that could fit into your environment and, and let let me sell it to you rather you know you know rather than doing an evaluation of what that particular thing is how it's going to not only serve serve the needs of today but but the needs of tomorrow and not only how is it going to serve the needs of me as an integrated delivery system but how is it going to fit the needs of my customer the consumer and what will not only what do they need today but what do they need tomorrow as well Okay, so um, another area I wanted to talk about was was population health, and uh, you know it's a, it's a buzzword. It's it's something that's talked about a lot, but there's a reason for that because it's becoming so necessary for uh, you know health systems to be more more active in this space. And can you just talk a little bit about uh, your strategy there, especially with your unique angle of having uh, you know the uh, the insurance as well. Yeah, population health is is what we've been talking about. It's really the consumer. It's it's what it all comes down to. It's, a, it's the combination of cost, quality, what's happening for that particular consumer. But what we've done in the area of population health, it, it's all driven through the, through the analytics engine. Again, we have data, so how do you manage the population? It, and it becomes less of, a, less of a population health and more of a person-centered objective that we have. So the reason I say that population health has happened you know, within the payer world, so you have your your insurance companies and your payers, and they do population health on a on a certain population, and then you have your, you know, they move over to the clinical side and they become a patient, and there's a certain level of population health. So I think that what we have the ability to do as UPMC, and why you see others trying to replicate the model, the IDFS, the integrated uh, delivery system model, is because in order to do population health, you almost have to be in a in a very meaningful way. You almost have to, you almost want to be an integrated delivery system because you have all of the pieces to the puzzle, and you're not just creating population health out of you know out of a single lens, but rather a more, you know, more dynamic vision of of uh, and a more complete vision of what that population is. So it's it's really it ties back to our investment in analytics. Uh, a few years back, we 
we embarked on a $100 million big data analytics uh, initiative that you may be familiar with, and it's been very successful to this point. It's been very foundational, and now we're actually um, at the point where we're raising it above ground, and this new alliance that, that we mentioned earlier, uh, the Pittsburgh Health Data Alliance, is actually going to, to dovetail nicely into, into what work has been done within UPMC to create the the abilities to do big data analytics. So I, I think when you talk population health, there are the tools. It ties back to the whole idea around you know the guidance, motivation, and convenience for the particular person. But what's driving it all is the is the analytics. Right. It's uh, it's that idea too of, of moving beyond. You know, what you talked about the the fragment fragmented state of uh, you know healthcare right. IT and just how it's been for so long and just moving out of that model, which is certainly more e easier said than done. Absolutely. I mean, you have legacy – there are tons of legacy systems in, in the healthcare environment. I mean, my, my early days as CIO of the, of the uh, insurance division, it, I, I jokingly say it was, it was kind of the easiest job in the world because we had no technology, right? So mm -hmm. building from, from ground level is a much easier task uh, than, than – using the great legacy systems for the, you know, the, what we built over the course of time and invested in. Now, how do we leverage those investments but make it a more seamless experience? So it's, it's kind of rising above the, the legacy systems, which are becoming more and more a commodity, and it's that layer that, that sits on top of those legacy systems, that data layer that sits on top of the legacy systems and allows us to do such things as population health and, and more person-centered uh, analytics. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.